Hello and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. This is the first episode I've recorded in a couple of weeks, it feels. Um, illness and then a holiday. You know what, man's got to take a break sometime. But I'm back for your week seven waivers show and hopefully this isn't too late. Um, I wanted to give it a bit more time to breathe as uh, I absorbed what happened in week six. It wasn't pretty, let's put it that way. I think in the ten leagues that I'm in, I maybe won two matchups. It was brutal. And it was brutal for so many reasons. And, and before I get into it, if you enjoy this kind of content and you want to see me do more of this, please like, share, subscribe. I, I don't normally ask for it at this point in the video, but I'm just trying something different. Um, so if you do like what I'm producing, um, please uh, give us a follow, like us on all the social medias, at Rugby with Pads. And yes, let's get back into it. So. This week was crazy, and it was mainly crazy for the sheer amount of injuries we saw so early on. I mean, there were so many. <laughs> we, you know, going into the week, we had obviously Devon A Chain. I think that's how you pronounce it. Is it A Can A Chain? Well, we'll work it out one day. Um, Miles Sanders inactive. We obviously got you know Jameer Gibbs, but then you add to that CMC going out halfway through after scoring fifteen points. So you know it's not too bad but potentially could be out for a number of weeks. David Montgomery going out halfway through the game and leaving Craig Reynolds in there. Debo being quite severely injured. He's one of those players that you always see injured really dramatically and then come back with a vengeance. Um, Tannehill potentially with a season ender there. That sounds really brutal. Um, you know, from after he... Uh, got assessed, being going onto the cart to get round to the other side, yeah, not being able to walk on his own volition. Uh, that's tough for Tannehill, and uh, obviously a visit to London he'd prefer to forget. Uh, we've got Justin Fields, um, that with a dislocated thumb. Uh, so he's got, you know, ended up scoring three points and disappointing all fancy owners of anyone who thought they were going to absolutely massacre the uh, the Vikings' defence. But uh, alas, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy G going out with a back injury again, potentially being quite serious. Trevor Lawrence, so I don't know what he went out with, but it sounds like it could have some uh, some potential impact. But so more as well. But yeah, as much as it was marred by injury, and I feel like every one of my teams, <laughs> I had some bad injury impact in there. And so many people did. So it was definitely uh, one of those weeks where you might be fighting a 73 to 78 loss which I did to go uh, 0-6 in one of my days, but more about that later. Um, yeah, I, I guess on the upside, there's people coming through and that next man up thing really gets it. It wasn't a high scoring week so far and, and still got uh, Chargers versus Dallas to come. And I'm hoping for a 50 point miracle from um, Herbert to come. But there were some weird people coming through. There's the obvious ones that you see. Raheem Mostert scoring 35. Uh, I'm on Ra with another 30 when it all balances out. But equally, there were some, some people who you wouldn't expect being in the mix. And they're, they're, you know, obviously, there are some people that you have seen with recent success. I mean, Zach Moss became the RB8 this week. But you've got Kareem Hunt in, 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 as an RB1, as, as RB11 here. Um, Sam Howell has performed well. Yeah, that's great. QB4. Jared Goff, QB2, but I think we can all see that Jared Goff is a thing now and when he doesn't have to rely on the run, he's actually a very capable and uh, and handy quarterback to have. Desmond Ridder, QB8. 
a lot of the big names not making the top 10 here. Thielen, wide receiver two again, he's apparently a thing. Drake London coming out of the woodworks. Yeah, maybe he's finally broken out as a five. Kendrick Bourne as the nine. Raheed Shaheed you know, doing bits over um, Alave and uh, Michael Thomas to become the wide receiver 10. Michael Mayer having a rookie breakout, Titan five. Taysom Hill, Titan six. Branton Strange, Titan 10. These are all kind of like people who you wouldn't expect to be there at this time of the season. We'd still be expecting to see the stars and and, and the the combinations of players that you, you'd always expect. But I, I think it's because we're seeing that in this league, everything is so unpredictable week to week. You know, upsets are still a thing. I mean, in real football terms, the Jets going over the Eagles, absolutely crazy. I, I ended up watching that game quite late last night and uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was a thing. Um, Browns over 49ers as well. So surprised by that. Jake Moody is probably going to get waived very soon if he's unfortunate. And, and nobody has a clean record anymore as well. And yeah, even last night, the Bills struggled uh, in, in the Sunday night football game as well. Be interesting to see what happens tonight because it could be an upset completely or it could be a blowout. No one knows. And I think it's because there are some wild cards team turning on. And maybe I'm looking at this through a lens of a, of a fan of a team who has previously done a lot better and maybe is struggling this year. The Rams, um, three and three though. Yeah, that's beyond my wildest dreams at this point in the season. And, and you get those wild card teams that the, the Browns being on them with PJ Walker, you know, just just surprising people. Zach Wilson, you know, leading his, the team to three and three uh, going into the bye. I think even if you had Aaron Rodgers at this point, the Jets would be really happy with that. It's, it, yeah, a, a weird... A weird set of events that have happened. I mean, you know what? The, I think coupled with the fact that we've got these wildcard teams coming out of the wood, woodworks, we've also got some really established names who just aren't performing in real life football or fancy football as well. I mean, j- just looking down my list here, we've got Brock Purdy, who you know, isn't a household name, but he's, he's pretty good. But getting eight points against what is arguably a very stiff um, Cleveland defence. Really, really like their outfit there. You know, it, you've got Garrett going. That's, that's all you need really, isn't it? Um, Mixon with less than nine. Uh, Puka, again, now a household name, 6.5. Adams, 4.9. D-Hop, 3. Komet, 2.9. And Higby, Ertz, Otten and Chig. Ensuring that the named tight end performance goes into the pan all of them less than four points there. It's you know it's the, the team teams that you would sorry the players that you would always expect to carry you through to wins just aren't doing that. However, you know I always say that that's not the full story because there are some playmaker difference difference makers and you know each of the positions you're going to find the guys who are going to win your weeks. I mean Travis Kelsey class wins out. It, you know even even. There's so much uh, speculation and uh, potentially distraction with him off the field with the Taylor Swift stuff going on. He's the tight end one. Q, the QB one this week, Tua, I, I think he's shown that he's an incredibly explosive offense and has been for the first six weeks. Um, the first five weeks, it was crazy. 
week six carried on the trend. Amon Rossum Brown, wide receiver one, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver three, um, you know, insert lead running back for the Miami Dolphins, Raheem Mostert this week, you know, uh, running back one, and Cooper Cup, you know, again proving that his connection with Stafford is is never going to change. I mean, I'm I'm gonna actually listen to their podcast. I think it's called Nine and Dime. I believe, you know, I'm going to give it a go. I don't expect it to be nearly as dynamic as the Kelsey brothers, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. So that was the week that was. What about the week we're looking ahead? Um, well, just to put on your radar, I'm going to do an episode on Saturday. It's going to give you a bit of advice about what to do. And I might release it early, I don't know. But it's, it's going to be my quote-unquote Saturday episode, the, the extra episode this week about what to do based on your league position now I mentioned earlier I'm in a bunch of leagues I'm not doing great in many of them because I've got quite a lot of you know stock in certain players and at this point in the season I think it's a good reminder not to give up and listening to shows like this episode that we're talking about now where we're looking at players who could be difference makers down the stretch especially as you go through a very tough gauntlet of buys this is what can turn your season around so I wanted to do an episode where I talk about you know whether you're 6-0 and or 0-6 and and everything in between um, what you should be doing and what you should be targeting to you know keep your hopes alive but you'll hear that later in the week but this week we are going to talk about well today we're going to talk about waivers and I think the, the, the waivers kind of wrote themselves this week. Um, I don't often have that because I often have to go searching a little bit. But the performances of players who are underappreciated, undervalued, and therefore under-rostered was, was particularly easy this week. So starting with QB, I'm going to start out with someone who, who has really impressed and, and put up a string of really good games, Sam Howell. Um, he's 85% available, back-to-back-to-back good performances really and against a string of good defenses yeah he did have a stinker against buffalo with five interceptions or four interceptions it was and uh, a bunch of sacks but against philadelphia chicago and atlanta he's scored 19 25 and 18 he's got new york coming up next the giants philadelphia could be a tough game but he played really well against philadelphia in that stretch of games as well um, he's got New England, who are a shadow of themselves, Seahawks, New York Giants again, Dallas, which could be a, a, a tough one, and Miami, which their defense don't look great. So out of those next seven or eight games, you're saying five or six of them, he could be pretty decent. So, you know, it's, a, it's an easy pickup. Go and find Sam Howell. And he's probably going to be my pickup of the week, actually. I think I'm just going to say off the, off, off, the, off the top here. I really like him. I've seen him dropped in too many leagues, but he's my pick of the week. But along with that, someone else you consider a QB, and it's a tough sledding at QB because there's a lot of a lot of injuries and a lot of names out there that I don't want to touch at the moment. But someone who I actually got rid of in Dynasty, Desmond Ridder, again, he's around 85 86% available. Not quite back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, but because he had a, a, a couple of duff games, but it seems like they've got him cooking. You know, he had a great game against Green Bay in week two. Then he had a couple of dull games against Detroit and Jacksonville, who are sneaky good defences. I don't think you can underestimate that. But Houston and Washington, you know, 26 and 16 points. Uh, that's solid enough for a waiver wire pickup, um, especially if you're you know, down on your luck when it comes to buys. Um, and, you know, especially at this time of year, he's available. Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Minnesota, Arizona, and then a buy in week 11. I think that's a decent set of... Uh, set of games so I'd be looking at him especially in that 
Tampa Bay game where Tampa really just didn't show anything. And, and, and against Detroit, yeah, Detroit, I don't think, had to perform that well, but Detroit lost so many good players, yet they were still able to go forth and win that game quite handily uh, against, you know, the Todd Bolzersons. You know, it should be a, a defence-first team, um, and they just weren't. Uh, so th- those are your QB choices, Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter. Moving on to running backs, there's, I suppose there's Craig Reynolds if you're, if you're desperate. Um, I'm hoping that because he didn't go on IR, Jameer Gibbs will be ready and racing to come back next week. Um, yeah, I hope David Montgomery isn't too badly injured. But Craig Reynolds in limited snaps did okay. I, he's 93% available, but I think it's a case of if you're desperate. Um, Donta Foreman, bad, it was a bad team offense in general but who else in that lineup um <laughs> he's about 69 percent available he's got vegas uh, and Chargers coming up it's a decent option um i might look towards him as well jordan mason's a really interesting one um he's 99 available if cmc stays out and i haven't read the injury report in detail but he's got great opportunity and he outperformed mitchell by a lot in a very tough game so this might not be representative and carl shanahan does weird things but 99% available, no one's looking at him. So he's, he's there as a difference maker in what should be a better a better offence next week. And Tuba Hubbard, it's not sexy. Um, he's on a bye this next week, but 54% available. I would expect Miles Sanders to come back by then because Miles Sanders was only kind of questionable, so that's doubtful going in. He wasn't classed as out till very late. So yeah, maybe Tuba Hubbard isn't quite the call, but... For next week, I think the fact that you're going up against Vegas, who struggled against the pack uh, against Patriots, he's probably my pick of the week. But it's a bit of slim pickings with running back, as it always is. I mean, <laughs> if even got Salvan Armored put in a shift uh, with 13 points this week as the secondary running back for um, uh, the. Um, powerful Miami Dolphins. It's just, it's just, you know, I can't tell who's going to be good week in, week out. And, you know, the, the ones who we would expect to be good week in, week out are already taken up. Um, Brian Robinson would have been a, a great pick, but I think he's, again, a bit oversubscribed at the moment. I, I really like him breaking out. I thought he played really well. But, you know, I'm going to switch and talk about a different player um, on that same team. I'm going to talk about Curtis Samuel. 70% available up against the Giants uh, next week. And you know what? He was used really, really quite to quite devastating effect. I, I don't think he was used a huge amount. I'm going to look at his volume figures now, but from the eye test, and, and bearing in mind, I, I take this from a position that I watch everything on Red Zone. So you, know, you only see the, the highlight plays, but he looked good. He it, it just, it just did. You know, four receptions, 42 yards, average 10.5. That's pretty good. A TD. Um, he got one carry as well, which didn't go anywhere. Okay, maybe it wasn't that great, but he was he picked up all of his targets, and if he, I feel like he's increasing in confidence. Well, he hasn't had a bad game in three weeks. Um, eighteen points, eighteen points, fourteen points this week, and he's got the same uh, run of games as Sam Howell. So expect him to be involved, and if you want a piece of that offense, he's going to be the most available um, at seventy percent available there. There's a couple of other ones that. Um, I was looking at as well. I was looking at Tyler Boyd because, to be frank, Higgins isn't cutting it. I'm glad I got off the Higgins bandwagon because 
in a contract year, he's just dropping things left, right and centre. He's just not having a good time of it. But Boyd is up again as a buy. But if, if you're desperate for a week eight play, potentially, um, he's 51% available. Someone who I do really like, though, and I'm going to be targeting, is going to be um, Jameson Williams. He, he got two receptions, scored a decent amount of points uh, this week. I, I don't know exactly how many. Let's let's find out. Let's go down my list here. Um, he's got 13 and a half points on two receptions. Obviously, touchdown dependent, three targets, um, but they're all long shots, and, and that's what you want. He's he's built for that, and they scheme it up. And if Gibbs and Montgomery lose any time, even if they don't, the play action game opens up for him, and he burns people. He really does. Um, that contested catch he got for the touchdown was weird. It's like he had to come back for it. He overran it a little bit. Uh, maybe there was a hit in the back, but again, he's up against Baltimore, Las Vegas, and I think you want a piece of that offense as well. Um, it's, but, you know, I'm, I'm targeting him for the LA Chargers game in week 10 because he could tear them apart. And, you know, he's going to be my buy of the week when it comes to uh, when, it, when it comes to wide receivers. I, I really like his, his upside, so yeah, I'm going to put him in a big green bubble here on my screen. Um, Josh Downs, I think, is going to be decent as well. It's about 67% available. He's got a tough stretch of games, but he's got Minchu under centre and he has you know, averaged about eight or nine targets when Minchu's under centre compared to um, a lot less when, uh, when uh, Anthony Richardson was there. Uh, outside of that, I think the last one I'm going to be looking at is Rashid, Rashid Shahid. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, 86% available. I mentioned already he's outperforming Alave and uh, the slant man Michael Thomas. I'm not sure if they have a great set of games because they're going up, you know, now against uh, Detroit, and we'll see how, what comes up next. But you know what? I I, I, re- I did like the look of him. I, I think he's he he's not the X. He's not the Y. He's he's definitely the the Z. And uh, you know, I know that's probably not the right football parlance here, but he's the he's the mismatch. And and when you've got Oh, and actually, no, he's, he's got, some, got some good games coming up. Jacksonville, um, I'm sorry, I thought he was for the Vegas. Of course, he's with New Orleans. Um, Jacksonville, who have a, t- a stout run defense, but, you know, on the past, maybe a bit less so. Indianapolis could be a tough game. But Chicago, I'd be targeting, for, and then Minnesota, week nine, week 10. Um, Rashid Shahid looks good. So and, and before the hype gets around him, I'd, uh, I'd stash him on your bench now. And finally, tight end. It's a, it's a dumpster fire out there, as always. I'm going to stay on the Johnny bandwagon tight end for this week. He's unlocked it, I think. Um, and I was really surprised to see Carl Pitts on the score sheet. And also, how many people have still kept hold of Carl Pitts? I, I, you know, obviously, people have that sunken cost fallacy. <laughs> and, and we're holding on in from the sake that he should be good based on how high you drafted him. But Jonu is, um, you know, the, the same player, if not slightly more consistent and better um, for a little bit less. So uh, he's 85% available. I'd go get him if you need a consistent player. He's, uh, he's served me well for the last couple of weeks. And uh, finally, a bit of a wild card, 98% available. Michael Mayer, I think if Jimmy G continues to be out and Brandon Hoyer, is it Brandon Hoyer? Brian Hoyer, sorry, is under centre. Um, you will probably see an uptick in usage of the tight ends, which includes Michael Mayer. And he had his breakup game. He he looked really impressive. He looked like the Michael Mayer that you thought you were drafting. So uh, yeah, there, there's some some decent players there. If I had to pick um kind of my top guys, then yeah, my pick of the week, Sam Howell. I think is is a slam dunk. I like Jameson Williams a lot as well. Um, at running back. 
I'd probably take a punt on Dante Foreman. I, I just simply if they've got Vegas, he's he's going to get some yards there. I guess Johnny Smith, I really like Rashid Shahid, I really like, and yeah, a bit of Curtis Samuel to spr sprinkling some some wild card magic there. Um, so, some weird and wonderful names, some old, some young there. But let's see how you how you feel there. Um, I'll put this all on socials so you guys can see it, but. As always, I'll let you go quickly. Thank you so much for listening. As I said at the start, if you like this kind of stuff, please share it. Please follow us on all the channels. You can support us at www.rugbywithpads.com or go straight to the Etsy store, store.rugbywithpads.com to get yourself some merch. Um, I'll be modelling the new merch on the next episode. So watch that where we're not going to be in audio. We'll be in full uh, visual technicolour as well. Thank you so much. Um, good luck on your waivers this week and I will see you all very soon on the virtual gridiron.